It's unbelievable. You're pro now. It, it's crazy. It's unbelievable how pro mm -hmm. we are. Um, mm -hmm. So, your daughter has COVID. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The joys of, I think, you know, with the, the uptick right now, it's crazy. Like, you know, you hear everybody's got something going on or knows somebody and, um, you know, you're kind of hopeful before the Christmas holidays that it was going to be, you know, getting out of it, but it's, we're smack in the middle. At least people are not as sick and my daughter had minimal symptoms, but still has to miss 14 days of school and she had, she's starting her lacrosse season, so she can't mm. practice for 14 days. Well, let's say that 12 days because it was the weekend in there. But, um, yeah, it's just screwing up everything. And, you know, she's healthy now, and tomorrow she'll be able to come out of quarantine and, and you know, kind of go back to semi-normal and have to wear a mask everywhere she goes. But, yeah, it's, there's, uh, it's no joke out there. I love it. Well, you know, what do you do? Mark's got it. Greg's got it. Everyone's got it. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Mark and Greg. Yeah. <laughs> you stayed clean, have you? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Licking toilets yeah. and rubbing my genitals all over <laughs> handles and stuff. It is what it is. Yeah. You're doing the other way. You're just going to like bulletproof yourself by going, hey, if there's something I'm going to catch, I'm going to catch it on a toilet seat. Yeah, just grab just my mouse it. and like, mm, it's <laughs> yeah. perfect. Yeah. Hey, Mark, hold this for a sec. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, does Leah need me to come up? Sure. To play lacrosse? Uh, no. Um, Are you sure? I think she'll be fine. Um, I was a provincial yeah. champion. Come on. Were you? Come on, bro. Well, men's lacrosse is slightly different than women's lacrosse, is it? Mm, I don't know. I yeah, no the basket um, she, it's not as a deep Are basket. they playing field lacrosse or box lacrosse? Like in an arena or in the field? No, she's she's field. Like yeah. She's out in the football field and... Yeah, she's pretty excited. You know, she she went out for the tryout and basically we went out the night before and just threw the ball around and she goes, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to go for the tryout. And she made the uh, junior varsity A team. So <laughs> there's an amazing. A to B team and she's pretty stoked. So we're, we're happy and got the rebounder in the in the backyard so she can practice and, and do everything that she can to improve her skills. And yeah, but you know, she's 5'9 and you know, she'll, she'll move some stuff around on the field. So that's good also. I like it. I can't wait to see some pictures. It's exciting. Yeah. Well, I, Hey, good news. I'm the official photographer of the team. Ah, so we're going to get a bunch <laughs> of blurry pictures. Hey, watch it. Watch it. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they kind of rope you in with like, Hey, you know, you got to do a, a, a donation and each of the parents have to volunteer for something. Hmm. And I saw that there was a, you know, the sheet for photographer, team photographer was completely blank. So I go, you know, I did it for my son for soccer, baseball, and you know, yeah, for sure. I'll do it for, for lacrosse. Amazing. I love it. Yeah. Well, that's uh super duper exciting. What else is uh, cooking in your world? Are you right back at it? Are you at work? Yeah, I started, we started back up. Um, well, yesterday was my first day back I took an extra day off and um, yeah it's it's an interesting dynamic right now because you know even though 
pretty much everything was shut down for two weeks, it just feels that everything's back coming up to speed pretty quick. Um, you know, nothing really overwhelming as far as like how oh, there's this fire drill, that fire drill, but it's just everybody's getting back up to speed pretty quick. And um, a lot of movement within the industry over the past, you know, probably three to four weeks with price hikes and, you know, just with supply chain being where it is and, you know, availability to, um, you know, um, products and, 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 you know, the, the, the stainless steel and, and the materials to build our appliances has just created a whole havoc, you know, for how brands go into 2022. And uh, so hearing a lot of rumbles of what decisions have been made and obviously brands have been holding their cards pretty close to their you know chest and mm -hmm. going like eh, we won't share this just now but we will um share it at the beginning of the year so now it's all coming out of the woodwork so now we're having a lot of discussions about what we're going to do this year to understand what has been done by other brands to actually take market share so hmm. are you seeing any like any huge spends that are coming out of the end of the year? Like, is anybody moving through Christmas really hard? Um, you know, I, I think it's really interesting. You know, it's, I think there's two rules of thought here and uh, two, yeah, two schools of thought, I should say. Um, there are um, brands that have opted not to spend saying that, hey, we don't have supply. Why would we spend? okay like we can't supply the demand that's happening why would we encourage people to buy more of our product if we can't supply and then there's another school of thought go like listen you know if this is the time to offer an alternative to what you were actually thinking as a consumer we probably want to spend a bit more to let you know that we're, we are here and you know, maybe if you're up top of the pyramid and you've got brand recognition, you're going to limit your spend. Um, but, you know, I think the opportunities is to be always engaged with the audience because, you know, things will turn around one day and you just don't want to shut things off and reduce the amount of equity that you've acquired over this period of time and, and just go make it go to waste. So I don't know. It's just, you're hearing both like I know what's happening with promotions is a lot of brands have reconsidered the promotional calendar and saying like you know what we're not going to do promotions why would we offer a promotion when you know we were out of stock or people will buy it anyway so we don't need to, to provide those incentives right now it's it's interesting because I don't think I don't think it's a bad idea for promotions but general marketing spend seems crazy not to be investing right now like crazy <laughs> yeah. if you are not dumping money in well put it this way okay it might be a little harder to gain traction right now because you don't necessarily have product but right now is the time where you can actually build brand awareness and every dollar spent against brand awareness today is going to be equal to 20 in a two years from now so it's because nobody is pouring the money in like it yeah it, it yeah okay we're all all-time sales i get it that's amazing congratulations it was fucking awesome everyone's selling congratulations i could make a dishwasher and sell a dishwasher i could make sunglasses and sell sunglasses because 
you know, bicycles. No bicycles in the market. I could stand a brand up today and sell bicycles. It's not that difficult. But um, if you're not growing your brand awareness against the trend of what sales is, if you don't decouple those right now, you're screwed. They have to be decoupled. Yeah, I, I think you, you bring up a good point. And um, so, you know, if we look at the appliance business for itself and the more of the premium sort of side of it, there's always a long lead. Like basically, you know, most of the appliance sales in premium are for a remodel or a new home. Um, you know, you're just basically going to, you know, revamp your kitchen and there's a designer involved. There's like a timeline that you're, you've agreed that it's going to take a certain amount of time. So, um, and I think it's gotten to that point also with the, the bicycles, to be honest with you, like there is an understanding that with what's happened that you're going to have to wait a bit to get your bike because supply is coming in, but it's not coming in at the rate it used to. So not saying that people are buying, you know, people expect instant gratification, but there's a sort of this window of opportunity with, okay, I get it. Supply chain is what it is. I've been reading the newspaper. I've seen it on TV. It's tougher than ever to get product, mm -hmm. you know, into the market. Um, I'm willing to wait and I'm going to commit to putting a down payment for something that I will get three months down the road. Mm -hmm. And I feel that to sit back and say you don't have supply and you just switch off marketing when you are still getting orders in, that means your revenue is still going to grow. And yes, your, you know, your EBIT will be, you know, thanking you day in and day out for not spending, but that's a moment in time. That's like what you just brought up. It's just specific for one period of time. And I think you and me have had so many conversations over the years, like equity is built over time and you just have to keep on at it to add to it and build, you know, build that momentum. And if there's one thing that I've learned through my years of doing marketing is when you shut off, it's really hard to start back up. It's like, you know, a sputtering engine for a while and you go, shit, I should have never stopped. I should have maybe, you know, adjusted, you know, the, the mixture, but you know, I'm not a fan of stopping. Well, I'm it's really not. No, it's crazy, dude. And again, like, okay, kill promotions, you know, BOGO yeah. deals. Why, why yeah. BOGO something when, when you don't have enough? Like that doesn't make sense. Why offer free yeah. anything when you are endlessly backed up? However, um, the growth of brand collateral and equity in the market is uh, jobs never done. In fact, if it's like the opportune time is because m most of the people out there are just so happy to put it to bottom line and put a bunch of money in the bank thinking that it's going to fix their problems or for the first time ever, they're going to have a, you know, as a brand, we're going to be really cash flow positive for this period. It's like, no, 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 no. It's a terrible plan guys. Yeah. It's, it's great. Let's have some yeah. money in the bank. However, um, let's grow the brand so that when we come out of this, we are way, way farther ahead. If every two customers you gain now 
is again, it's like spending the money. It's 20 down the road, right? It's huge. Yeah. So, I, listen, <laughs> I think perspective wise, you know, uh, when you're, you're, you're originally from Canada and you're going, okay, roughly what, 36 million, 38 million in the, in Canada and you move to the U S which is 380 million. There's a consumer everywhere you turn. Like you basically, if you stop marketing, you're crazy because there's always an opportunity left, right and center. And I think, you know, if you put it, put it in perspective in Canada, you look at budgets that, you know, I used to work with and, you know, just the size of the market, size of the prize and stuff like that. There's still a consumer always ready to purchase. You just have to be super focused. Same with, with the U.S. You got to super be super focused. But at 380 million a population, there's always somebody that's ready to buy something. <laughs> Even if you're sold so, out. Yeah, exactly. And, and there are people that are willing to wait and... You know, I think spending $10,000 on a bike, I'd be willing to wait because I'm committed to, you know, having the best product possible to do what I enjoy the most doing. Which is strangely enough in that exact instance, the 10,000 and above bikes, those are the ones that are back ordered. You can't get them. Exactly. Those are gone. You, you know, yep. bike stores are full of $3,000 bikes yep. right now. There are tons of them. Like you can't, yep. like those are everywhere. Um, yeah. So, 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 you know, that's where I relate it to the premium market. Like, you know, you know, automotive has changed over time. And I, if I, you know, understand from my past life, the European market's built to order. Okay. So hmm. automotive is like, you basically are willing to wait three months for your car to be delivered and you go to the, to the, to the dealership and you pick everything And that's, you know, I think when I was growing up, that's how it worked, hmm. you know, with my dad purchasing cars. Obviously, over the years, it's changed. It's what I have on the lot that I'm going to sell you. You can come in and you've been and you did the build on your website, you know, and, and our website and said, this is the car that I want. You know, these are the specs I want with wheels, colors, blah, blah, blah. Dealers will always be willing to sell what they have in their lot that's close to what you have. If you are a super premium, you know, uh, 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 car um, enthusiasts and you want to purchase, you can build your own car, but it's just, you have to have the understanding that it's going to take time. Um, but I don't know if this is a new trend within consumers habits that will pers you know, persist post COVID or instant gratification will come back into play where, you know, it's going to be a reasonable 90 days before I, you know, I, I expect everything to be delivered within 90 days. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know what is the answer to that, to be perfectly but, honest. I don't know. But if we go back to what we were just talking about, the fact that you may not know the answer is, is not a bad thing, but you probably want to continue the path of using marketing dollars wisely. Oh yeah. 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 And <laughs> Agreed. Not, not, you know, I, I think that's the biggest challenge that marketers have is that status quo on marketing, uh, has gone, has long gone, you know, that was something that existed about 25 years ago. 
and I don't want to act like, hey, let's talk about digital, but digital is probably the main reason why status quo doesn't exist within marketing anymore. If you're sitting there and go, I'm just going to keep on doing what I've been doing and expect the same result, you know, that's, again, the definition of insanity. Yeah, you'll get clobbered left, right, and center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, old tricks are great, and they're there for a reason. They generally work, but you got to innovate and keep moving. Well, and yeah, else, it, yeah, look at it at a different perspective. Old tricks are there to inform you on your new tricks. A-B mm. testing. Use it that way. Mm-hmm. Hey, it was great when we were doing it you know, five years ago, but what's the evolution today? That's a good point. You know, is, is POS now involved with QR codes? You know, do we need to put QR codes on our POS? And I think the answer is yes. My book, QR codes are probably the most important revival that we've seen as marketers in the past two years. Agreed. There's, it's funny because depending on the pockets where you were, one of our clients, uh, the does a ton of car care work, uh, and chemicals and stuff and all of their products every single one has got a QR that leads you to a video on how to use the product every single one there's not one that doesn't and uh, they spend the time they build all that stuff um, it's a, like an absolute no-brainer that you have to have it the only thing that's gotten amazing is that every single restaurant and everywhere you went forced you to use QR codes so now my mom knows how to use QR codes which is yeah. fantastic uh, and now that's actually a tool that can be utilized because people just understand the basic technology and most people are just dopey and took everyone forever. You know, the tech got slightly better being able to just point your camera at it, have it auto recognize and automatically do it. You don't need a special reader. There's a few things that the barriers opened on. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, that's a, a thing that I thought was strong. Like, I don't know how long ago it was, five years ago, six years ago, I was fooling around with it, and it was amazing. What do you got there? I can't see it. So th- this is an OTT ad. I get, I got have YouTube TV at home, right. so I'm basically targeted with most of the advertising I get. So don't know if you see this. I took a screenshot because I, I thought it was really interesting considering the supply chain issues. Mm. Scan to shop Jerome's in-stock items. <laughs> That's the QR code that show up on TV, and, you know, lazy guy sitting on the couch that I am, I just, you know, even that it's at a distance and I just grab my camera and took a shot of it and go like, there it is. I got all the information, brings me to a landing page. If you're really smart as a marketer, you're going with all the restrictions right now, as far as, you know, privacy, you're going, let's capture some first party data. Let's get them into our funnel. Let's Mm -hmm. get that consumer. That's just scan our QR code, get the full experience of who we are as a brand. Beautiful. They just scan a QR code. Yeah, it's easy. Yep. Trackable, simple. Yep. Yep. Hey, you know, I just, yeah, it's, you think about it like as, you know, I've been pushing for QR codes in, in our creative for over a year now. And, um, you know, I think for me, you know, I, if I go back to my, my experience within the app world and spending on advertising and, you know, TV advertising and, and, you know, programmatic approach to it and going, okay, well, we did, there's an ad that ran at two o'clock in the morning and we saw an uptick in our website of 2%. You know, that's good data to have to understand, you know, when, when do you spend and when do you get the most highest return and, you know, the best quality of consumer back. But 
the the whole first party data accessibility and understand when and why and 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 what where do they go on your website once they land on it and stuff like that there's just such a wealth of information that could be tri triggered by optimizing an uh, 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 a tv ad that's you know you know the ott approach of advertising and just by slapping a qr code and i don't think it takes away from the creative at all you know you would have disagreed with that uh when you were at oakley I would have disagreed when the technology was that you had to, d to d download an app to actually get to the QR code. Um, to be honest with you, Jamie, since it's as easy as putting your camera on the creative, I, I think you know. I think it's it's been proven now that it has its place in in the world. It's proven itself now for sure. Yeah, zero doubt. Yeah. it's like yeah. it's a but fantastic. I agree with tool. you. Maybe ten, five, ten years ago, when you had to download an app to scan the QR code, yeah, who's going to download an app? Agreed. Yeah, yeah, it's not enough of a, a draw. Zero doubt. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Okay. Well, um, I love it. Uh, how long have we been chatting for? Twenty minutes. Twenty-one minutes. That's a long time. Yeah. I said three things. You said 30 things. I like it. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I uh, love it. Okay. Well, yeah. Hey, not... did you, did I, did I send you the video from Santa Cruz? Uh, like Santa Cruz I, bikes. Yeah. I, I was, I was on YouTube. Oh, actually I didn't send it to you. There was a, they did a tour of the manufacturing plant and, uh, they point out an outland bike. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So a couple of people have fired that over to me. It's kind of fun. Yeah, old school. Yeah, old school. Okay, well, I think we've got uh, plenty to go and check and test. This is uh, episode point five. It's yeah, not even I think one. This is just. It's not. It's not an official. Don't don't publish this episode for sure. <laughs> it's episode point five, and it's non-published. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'm going to test everything. Okay. I'll send you a, uh, I want to see how everything uploads. I'll send you a, a final clip and okay. uh, we'll go from there. Awesome. Thanks, brother. Okay. Take care. Peace out. Bye.